Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 107 for the week of February 12th, 2018. Whoa. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Hello, everybody. The Optional Podcast is a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in video games and entertainment. Please be sure to subscribe or on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud Google, Google Play. Play. If you could make, uh, if you could take a minute or make it. Yeah, make a minute. Uh, and make rate <laughs> and review the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would help us out immensely. So yeah, five stars, five words if you can. That would help immensely. Oh. You have no Give idea. Invisibility. And uh, yeah, thank you for hanging out with us this week. Uh, and also, don't forget to check out our streams every Wednesday. There you go. At 8.30. Yeah, let's yeah, say eight, yeah, eight, yeah, eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever, whoa, whoa. whenever we finish our yeah. sandwiches. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I'm actually really enjoying sort of that uh, live interaction. Shout it out to really Ka fun. and Cat. Oh yeah, for joining us. Uh, and... Both both start with the letter K. Look at that. Ka Cat. Ka Cat. Uh, also, Bodega Cats. Bodega, Bodega Palicos. Palicos. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Weird. Um, uh, go follow that. Go follow us on, on Twitter. Your Twitters. <laughs> um, that that came out really organic and it yeah. was really nice. It, it was, was nice, fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, it's it's always nice to just like be able to talk to people that like that you know live. How do you think? Um, like, would you? I think like streaming is like the best case scenario of like you know the the YouTube world. Like, I don't think anybody really wants to sit there and create all these like edited videos. No, no. <laughs> I, like, <clears throat> I was gonna say. There's something really nice about that organic feel mm-hmm. of like hearing us talk about stuff. Right. Not that we like heavily edit the podcast. Sometimes no, no, no. we'll edit stuff out. Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, like me cho- choking on this <coughs> this Patreon <laughs> meeting. But like, it's nice to be able to hear the both of us in a really organic, like yes, no format, just shit. talking yeah, about just like talking about problematic bullshit, yeah. co- comedies from the nineties or LL Cool J. Or LL Cool J. Like, like, yeah, and Ka was nice enough to contribute to that yeah, conversation. Word. Learned us some shit. Yeah, he told us the name of a song that we both knew that and didn't, <laughs> didn't know about. Didn't know about. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's something so fun about that. And I, I like. I encourage you guys if if you like the show and you want to hang out with us, like you know, on a live yeah uh, basis, like do that. Join us and uh, talk in the chat. Just bring up topics. We'll talk about that. Whatever you want. Yeah, we won't let any uh, racial slurs slide. Any, you know, and we will not. <laughs> we will not do shitty Chinese impersonations. Oh my god! Like some of those. Popular or, or shocking rats and garbage. What the fuck? Yo, <laughs> I, I was gonna bring that up later in the news, but let's talk about it. Fuck it. Um, actually, was I didn't even put it in the news. Okay, so cool. let's talk about it now. I mean, doc, between Doctor Disrespect and Logan Paul, there seems to be so, a trend. I'd never heard of the Doctor Disrespect. Oh, guy. like he, I, I you mean you didn't completely. know he was the trending gamer of the year? No, I didn't know uh-huh. like any of that shit. I knew it. Like I just found out about Logan Paul because of the, the his trip to Japan. Yeah. Um. So like, I'm not in the loop. You're not, you're not an 11 year old yeah i guess so yeah, yeah i guess that's i mean but I, I mean i guess if you're somewhat aware you can kind of like you know see these guys here and there but yeah but like i'm only aware of them because of the shit they stir not because of like right, they're exactly. on like twitter feed, that's true that's you know? true yeah. that's very true so like what happened with this doctor disrespect from what i understand he was just making like really insensitive uh like impressions yeah so there's been like an influx of chinese players in PUBG mm-hmm. in particular wow, a lot of p a lot of alliteration yeah. a lot of p words um so what what inevitably has happened because as a result like a lot of cheaters have started to filter through that you know that influx gotcha. so um anytime he suspects someone of cheating or, or whatever he immediately you know accuses them of being chinese wow and uh with that comes a real wild stereotypical like chinese accent and he like just he just mutters a bunch of gibberish that sounds like it could be chinese or mandarin so it's like really insensitive and he he can't 
understand the difference between being racist and doing racist shit, uh, which seems to be a lot of like a recurring problem with um, with white people in particular, <laughs> yeah. or you know like white passing people. They, they don't understand that like those two aren't necessarily exclusive. Right, right, right. Like you could have like I mean, and he, and he had that shitty like excuse of like I have tons of Asian friends. My wife is like Filipino <sighs> and or Filipina, and it's like. Dude, that's not okay, the so point. Okay, so do that around her grandmothers. So right, right, right. Or like, or like we always say, right? To, we said it to PewDiePie. I'll say it to to uh, Doctor Disrespect. Go to Chinatown, fam. Say that shit. Right, do that yeah. shit in Chinatown. Just fucking whipped <laughs> up on <laughs> word all up on my street. I know, yo, for real. I'm gonna say I know some dudes on my street that will wash yeah, you if like, you say something like that. Up, so it's like you know, it, it's it's bizarre that and, and I, like I was saying before too. I think it's like becoming a trend where. You see people like Logan Paul and um, Doctor Disrespect and all these other streamers that who who I mean I feel like it's I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on and shit. No, but but like you, you're starting to see this trend of like it's like if we were if it's like if we were to do a stream right and then we do some wild disrespectful shit assuming we had like the same amount of fans that they right. had and then we go okay you know what I'm, I fucked up this wasn't even the case with Doctor Doctor Disrespect but something very similar happened where he had to step away for a while like mm-hmm. he got he he was like found out. Um, he he had been uh, cheating on his wife, so he he like you know what I'm I'm gonna step away from from uh, streaming for a bit, and then they deemed it like the return. So he came back, and then uh, like influx of his followers came back, and he he got new followers. Same thing with Logan Paul, where he was like you know what I made that stupid suicide video, yeah. and I gotta leave for a while. Then he came back with that like shitty documentary of like people telling him why like making fun of suicide is bad, or or the or the other side of it too, which is like how serious how serious suicide and suicide right. prevention is. But like half of the documentary is like footage of him, like this like narcissistic, like slow motion, like looks at the cameras or look past the cameras while he's like contemplating Thinking life shit. and shit. <laughs> and it's so, it's so it's terrible. Like, yeah, it's like you, you're over calculating. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so self serving. It's just like. Did you see? I saw the video of him and Michael Strahan. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? This is not, this doesn't need. This guy doesn't need an interview. No, like no, it doesn't no. necessarily need that. And then, and you, and here's the sad part: it, it feels like ABC was like trying to ride that wave, right? Because I mean, in a lot of ways, like it, get him on the show, get him on the show. He's gonna get a lot of hits. Get him in front of Strayhand. A lot of ratings. Yeah. yeah. Like, what What are these two guys having? It was like fucking <laughs> weird. Weird. This is I didn't weird. even know he was a fucking uh, journalist. Oh, Michael Strayhand. Yeah. yeah, he's made the ill pivot for real. I know yeah. he was doing like the daytime TV, and that yeah. was like a nice move for him. Like he was doing the Strayhan and Kelly Ripa. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now he's on like ABC yeah. Good Morning America. <laughs> like a, he's called. the new Barbara Walters and shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sit down with Logan Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, he's it, like, no, so, so tell me. <laughs> Put his hand on his chin and shit. Like, his fucked up hands. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Uh, it's weird. It, it, I, I, I love the Waypoint podcast. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, and, like, word. They, they talked about how we're living in the shittiest like cyberpunk future where like YouTube stars are the main celebrities and, and, and their followers. Like, um, another shout out to, um, one of, one of the, one of our editors at Kotaku, Patricia Hernandez. Mm. Uh, I'm a huge fan of her work. Like her, her writing is incredible. And she wrote a couple, a thing a while back about the Logan Paul thing and how this huge shitstorm was, was only going to benefit him in the long run. And it has, right. So since that last thing has happened, he came back and he was bragging about how since his, since his like absence for a while, um, he's netted another million followers. Yeah. So he's at 16 million now. And he, he jokes about it in the video and he had a, like a really funny video. I mean, it's funny in the sense that like the way it's formatted and edited, it's entertaining, but it's like, it's just self-serving bullshit that like is half there to promote his own merchandise. Right. And, and he came back like a week later and sh- like he was tasing dead rats. Tasing dead rats. 
Like, who is this for? Right. What's the purpose of this? And that's the thing. Like with the same thing with PewDiePie, same thing with him. When when this shit happens, his his fan base they become like it's like a it's like a I mean not to I'm not, I swear to God this wasn't intentional, but it's like a Chinese finger trap, right? <laughs> yeah, nice. Like the more you like <laughs> yeah. the yeah, more the, you fucking like resist yeah, the tighter, it, the yes, tighter right. his fan base gets, right? And they're like they refuse to let him go, and like it, and that's kind of what it is. It's like, it's like you're being too sensitive. <laughs> it's like no, but this uh, guy's just a shitty person. Like right. this time it wasn't. He's just being a horrible per- Who's shocking? That's some fucking sociopath shit. Yeah, where Psychopath shit. Like, yeah. Literally, like, every mass murderer, like, serial killer was killing animals and shocking... And fucking with yeah, them. Yeah, fucking <laughs> with them when they were kids and stuff. Like, weird, weird. That's, like, a telling sign of, like, yeah. a crazy person. And, or and, something, like, not right with them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also a sign of, like... It's, it's weird, right? Like, we are on the fringes of... It, it's this weird, like... I don't know, like merry-go-round of people being like, and the, the funniest thing I find, about, like, I, I guess it's pretty ironic, right? Like, yeah. the people that are most um, vocal about us being like, you're, you're just, you're just sensitive. You should just take it easy. Stop being so PC. What's funny is that we're just the ones being like, yo, that's wrong. Right. That's offensive. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like not a gatekeeping or anything. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not. That's fucked up, and I'm telling you why it's right. fucked up. And you guys are the sensitive ones being like, no, it's not fair. <laughs> you guys are criticizing, and it's like. You guys don't understand how how ridiculous it is, how hypocritical this is. Yeah, and it's, it's like I don't know. It, it's a weird battle between people who have like empathy and sympathy, and those that don't, right. or those that weren't you know taught to I think, keep that as a priority. I think, yeah, exactly. I think people. There's no way that parents didn't try to instill that, or teachers, or whatever. Like pe- their peers, there has to be kids that are not like that, right? Because I know some kids who are cool, right? Like. They're not about that, and they they're very current, and they keep up with the Joneses, and but they're not like assholes. Yeah, they're word. not defending these like really shitty. They can see. I remember being that young and being like, "That shit's whack." Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, making a decision like, "I don't want to do what they're doing." Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. like, I think it's just a weird like. It's you, we do live in this weird like alternate universe. I'm sure our original universe died a long time ago. Yeah, like something happened in like a lab somewhere, like and they blew it up, and we never knew this. (laughs) Oh shit! Reason, (laughs) yeah, exactly. We've dissolved reason. Um, Yeah, I think that like to build off of your other point too. Like they had there was a I think it was a New Yorker uh, reporter was um, he interviewed that other streamer Ice Poseidon. I actually saw him at E3. Like walked right past him. I was like, see, I don't know. See, yeah, it's it's another like huge. He's an IRL streamer, so he goes around and like you know streams himself out in the wild. He's been like swatted several. Times oh, he's like shit. he's been on a plane where people have called in like a bomb threat That's and like a, yeah so you know people have been real shitty overall mm-hmm. um, but he's also another real problematic like he, he oh, says racist a- shit and 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 does really problematic shit and in the interview like I don't know how much of it was actually like sincere I, I want to believe it's sincere because like mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I I do like to you know live and act on every day is that like you know always assume good intent I say I've said that before you I want to say it again. Um, so I want to, I want to like presume that he's like, you know, actually being sincere about this. And he talks about how like, yeah, when I was little, when I was a kid, like no one wanted to talk to me. I was the one that was like the class clown, but I, I only did things to like shock and do things, uh, just so I could get attention. Like that, mm-hmm. for me, that was like a, a form of validation. And that's kind of what these YouTubers and these streamers are doing. They're just like creating this shock value shit. And then they're getting validation from people who, are just like straight up followers like they don't know how to make up their own minds they don't know how to challenge their own beliefs sometimes and they're they're comfortable with being comfortable like they don't want to challenge their their themselves yeah 
and they just follow them and then they 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 amass this huge following of like followers like literally sometimes like on twitter and mm-hmm. youtube and, and you know they, they brag about these subscribers but they don't realize that like that don't mean shit like if if you made if you made a, a racist slur around me like that's not gonna stop me from you know right spazzing on you or and like um yeah, it's, it's like being part of the, these like hives or whatever that they do. It, it's funny because like um, these in Miro, they always like say like die for the hive. And it's like a it's a jab at like all these like fandoms that are cr- like insane and, you know, just very cultish. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's it's kind of scary that you can just have this like undying loyalty for people that don't give a shit about you. Nope. They wouldn't even. They probably wouldn't even stop if they if you told them that you were a fan and you know yep. call, they probably wouldn't even look look at look you. At you, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So like the, it's kind of it's it's kind of scary that you know I I never believed in celebrity. I've never been like that. You know, like, they're people, and I I know shitty people. And I know cool people. So like you got to take that. I don't know, all in stride. Yeah, I, I, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, those people don't give a fuck about you. It's the, <laughs> the same way that, like, I mean, I love Nintendo, but Nintendo don't give a shit about no, me. Like, exactly. if, I, if I broke my leg tomorrow, they'd be like, oh, anyway, uh, this is coming to the Switch. One day I'll be like, I love Nintendo. The next day I can have an opinion. You, and you, challenge you, it. You should. Right, right, right. If they're not working for you and if they're doing something shitty, if Nintendo, like, fucking spat on my mom's, I'm not going <laughs> to... Bet you I won't be playing this platoon. Word, yeah, <laughs> like, word. Like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe I will. But I'll, I'll smack Miyamoto. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I don't know, man. Yeah, and like it's it's it. There's a there's a Logan Paul video I, I watched like eons ago where mm-hmm. he had like a fan who like wrote to him and like he had him come by his house and and they like did a like a terrible rap video together. Oh, also, okay. PSA: white people love to do really shitty rap videos. Don't do that anymore. I don't. I do you think it's on purpose? I think they think it's funny. Ah, yeah. So that's how, like, and it, and it's, first of all, it's not funny. No. And I always judge it based off of, like, actual technical skill and content. <laughs> and I'm like, this shit is terrible. It's terrible. So like. it's it's terrible on, on so many fronts. But I think the most egregious part of it is that he took a kid who obviously, you know, he looks, looks up to Logan Paul. And, like, mm-hmm. Logan Paul is in, in, again, I'm trying to presume good intent here. But based on the evidence, it seems like... It's so self-serving. It's like this video, this rap video where him and this kid are like buddy, buddy. And he's like, you know, we hooked him up with merch and stuff. And it's just like, you know, that's just a PR, thing. a PR thing. Right. Yeah. It's just to get more followers. And it, it's, it's this thing. Well, now we live in like this YouTube era where like eyes and clicks are everything. So on to play devil's advocate, what are these people to do to get eyes and clicks? You know, right. like can't have integrity and you get clicks. No. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you you're have right. to have shock. It's you're like, right. and it's a just in never ending Ouroboros is just yeah. like the, you know, we're just eating ourselves and like, it's just weird, man. Yeah, it's foul. Right. Like, I, <laughs> it sucks that like, we don't, we can't prop up like the good people. I mean, there are people that are doing really cool shit. Like yeah. I, I watch Dashy's videos. He has a crazy following. Love Dashy. Love that guy. And he doesn't do anything offensive he's just right. silly like you know silly shit he knows his lane he knows his lane yeah. and like i think that you know hopefully he never goes down that route of like Dashy. doing like a that Don't would be so it. disappointing be right? So right? right that would be so like because he's like a he seems like a nice kid right right right. so like I don't or, know. or like like greg miller i mean right. he, he's associated with shitty people in the past right, right. uh fuck you call him right? <laughs> um and like you know he's but i but you like to assume that he's a good dude mm-hmm. and like he's got you know pretty good opinions on stuff but he's another one who also sort of like knows his lane but i think that like you're right i, I think and again you, you you hit the nail on the head with like 
what are these people supposed to do? Because like with the way the system is set up, right? It's like it's designed to to you to know feed into to that. feed into the clicks and the and the views and the likes and the dislikes and the comments and the subscribers and then buy my merch. And it's, it's like, like it's like well, this uh, is the thing. you can't reprimand me because these are the things that are getting me clicks, right? So this is essentially putting money in both of our pockets. Now it's yeah. your move, YouTube, and then like now I mean I guess YouTube is trying to make some you know things, but they can't. They can't please. They're not fucking stuff. with their money either, though, because like they're getting their money. Same way with Twitch. Like Twitch recently just had like this, you know, this new dress code policy. Essentially, that's like, you know, don't dress the way you wouldn't dress to like fucking TGI Fridays, essentially, which is weird. Um, and it's just them sort of like half policing the community because they know where a lot of that money comes from, and they right. know they know that audience real well, and they don't want to tick them off too too yeah. much, in my opinion. Well. well do you know what, like the the cause of that one? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been a debate that's been going on for a while about like quote unquote t- uh, titty streamers and how like women are taking advantage that, of that. And I don't. I I think that is genius. <laughs> Me personally, <laughs> I think it's. I'm not. I'm not hating. I can't hate on those people that do that. Like, right? Get your money. I mean, it's not. I, I, I guess it could be offensive to some people. You know. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. You know. Say that they're not right. To being offended with that but i don't know man it's just it's weird we we told these like weird lines that we can't really go back and forth on yeah i mean <laughs> it makes me also reconsider like we so we we're, we've been streaming but i've also been thinking about like all right a lot of times and we're, we'll talk about one of these things in the mm-hmm. stories later on but a lot of times these companies have employees that have real shitty opinions and real shitty perspectives for sure um Twitch, in a lot of ways, has has promoted and and sort of championed these people, um, and it makes me consider like we're just starting off with streaming stuff, and we're doing it for fun. We're not trying right, to do this as a career. Yeah. But are there other platforms that we should be using, like that we could be using? Um, should we? And the, but then it's like, do we use YouTube? Well, YouTube's not that great either. Do we use Facebook? Well, Facebook has its limitations. It also has its own problems. Right. So it's like, I think after a certain point. I, here's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> and then we'll move on to the rest of the show. Cause this has been going on for kind of a while. Now. Eh, fuck it. Um, I think that people are going to learn the major lesson that most content creators learn after a while, which is you are only renting time on these people's platforms, ourselves mm-hmm. included, right? Yeah. We're renting time on iTunes, on Google play, for sure. on Squarespace. Well, maybe not Squarespace. Cause like our, our actual site is like, that's our, that's, that's our, our spot. Yeah, that's our spot. But the tools that are in place are, Our we're other, just borrowing them. Right, right, right. So I think that people will, I don't know what the solution is. I think unless you become a programmer and you design your own video, you know, content hosting service and streaming site. Yeah. I think that hopefully one will arise that will help with that kind of stuff. But ultimately we're, we're all learning slowly that we're just, we're all basically riding on someone else's plane. Always. And everything we do that, that especially in like digital media and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, this could be gone tomorrow. It's like, if, right. If I, Apple goes belly up, we're like, our archives are done. Right. You know, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, luckily we have, we're on a lot of different things, but Word. it could, you know? <laughs> yeah. Then we're back to SoundCloud <laughs> <laughs> once a week. Shout out to SoundCloud. I'm start uh, rapping on there. <laughs> SoundCloud rappers, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that yeah. It let's all. just jump right into the, the rest. The actual Stop video game, rats, yo. yeah, on, for real. Man. Stop being racist assholes too with fucking <laughs> fake mustaches. Ugh. I don't care how many fucking followers you have. Punch in your mouth. What are you playing? <laughs> uh, I've been playing uh, per usual, usual suspects. 
Celeste. Uh, yeah, getting further and further into that game. Collecting them strawberries, bro. Getting them. Str- I think I'm at like 76 or 77. Well, actually, no, I think like 79 or so. And I'm very proud of each one. Each one is like my own child. <laughs> it, it, it was equally. really impressive watching you get those strawberries. Yeah, you should see some of the later levels. They get <laughs> real tough. I didn't know you, there were like some um, modifiers you could make to the game to make it easier, which I think is cool. You can like add an extra dash or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but I've, I haven't done that yet, but I've been loving it so far. I think if you like that sort of meat, super meat boyish N plus vibe, mm-hmm. definitely try to get this game. Uh, Monster Hunter World. I, I've, I've tried to like, it's slowly becoming like a partner with my Overwatch forever game status where like I clock in sometimes like last night I clocked in for an hour. I like put the message out for like, anyone who wanted to play with me, but I didn't necessarily like need it. Yeah. This time around, I'm like comfortable enough that I like slayed a few monsters on my own. I like looked at what i needed uh to get on my wish list and what's so cool is that like oh, on that wish the wish list is great so you can you can make things like weapons and you can add them to a wish list and then when you're out in the field and you're collecting the things that you're looking for it'll update you in real it'll time let you and know say, like, yeah hey, you're all set you're good for that one <laughs> so it's amazing so i've been doing a lot of that i've also been like taking notes on my like google keep uh app that have been like i need to get this monster from this monster i need claws i need yeah. i need to hide i need a whatever i need a shell so i've been doing that and then like as i go i'm just basically like going grocery shopping i go out there i collect the shit i i mine shit and i go back to town and i'm so i'm sort of like going down different paths of different charge blades and switch axes that i that i want like elemental so i want a fire one i want a water one i want a a poison one let me knock all those out right and it's been a lot of fun i've I've been loving it how long are you how far are you in the uh, main story so i'm hr 12 i'm still like i'm still doing the story i still have to I have to do another round of like rathian clues I have to like find shit oh that's the worst so i haven't done that yet that i don't enjoy so that's why i've been like taking the time to like knock out like check these things off and then do that while i do it so after that you have to do that three more times but it's not <sighs> as bad okay it's like you can do like two missions and knock it out but, okay um yeah the game is really fun i just beat the main story today oh nice like or this morning um my boy toshi helped me out Jakari was trying to help me the other day and uh, fought this like crazy in-game monster and got washed. Yeah, it was like I fought I fought him by myself for like the first time I fought him. I fought him by myself for 45 minutes. Jesus. And then I died three Ugh. times in the last five minutes. Are you kidding me? I was like so pissed. No. Uh, but I was apparently I wasn't making enough progress. And But it, it's a fun fight when you have people. I, I never used the SOS thing. Yeah. Use the SOS. Use it. Okay. Use it. It's so I'll much fun. Yeah. People like people love helping out. Huh. Like they really will. I love that about the Monster Hunter community as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's just helping. Even you between out. us. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Like today we were on and uh Jakari was like, Hey, I'm I'm um I'm clocking off. I've been on for a little while, but if you guys need help, just let me know. I was like, Thanks, man. Like yeah, <laughs> that's the I appreciate thing it, ever. dude. Yeah. Um but I'm HR twenty nine now. Damn. Which means nothing because like it once you beat the game it and unlocks the the cap. And then it uh, bumps you up to where you should be. Oh, okay. Like based on experience and shit. Wait, so where did you go from where to where? I went from 15 to 29. Okay. Yeah. All right. So and that then, makes sense. Yeah, it's not, it means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the game is fucking amazing. Yeah, man. it's good. And it's like good. the high level play is really fucking good and challenging. And like, like, oh man. You know what I love about Monster Hunter? And like, it, it's, it's nice because it's, it's a direct contrast to a game like Celeste, which mm-hmm. is like Monster Hunter for me is like, and I always bring up this comparison, but it's like jazz, right? Where Celeste mm. is like classical music, where you have to get every note right, and you have to get you have to read that sheet the way it is, or it's like you've disgraced <laughs> Beethoven. 
Um, Jazz like, let me sprinkle a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and we put a little something on it. Uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon throwback. Uh, so Monster Hunter World is like it's just improvisation. It, it's 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 less about like you have to hit these right beats, and it's more about when you fail. It's like oh shit, like what what was I not paying attention mm-hmm. to? What did I fail to bring along on this mission? Like did I fail to bring a trap? Did I fail to bring trank bombs? Yeah. Did I fail to bring the right weapon or like the wrong you know whatever? So it's more about like that free flowy like dance as opposed to you know that pixel perfect jump dash slide grab uh which are both (laughs) fun that's that's a really good analogy because it is like that it's like it's a little clumsy which i love about it it's kind of goofy yeah yeah. so it's like you know a lot of like running away (laughs) just kind of like literally sliding all over the fucking place like down hills and And like like, knocking you into the air yeah and then you get like a really cool move and you're like holy shit that worked out (laughs) like yeah yeah like remember i knocked you into the air yeah the other day on stream like you knocked me into the air and then i like mounted the monster i was like what that was fucking amazing (laughs) like we planned that uh (laughs) so good yeah what, what else have you been playing um other than that i i played this game uh called rhyme that came out last year that I, I wanted to play that game i hadn't played it like i forgot all about that game uh-huh. and then and now it's a it's a free game on uh, psn oh cool uh, for this month and uh the game is gorgeous man yeah beautiful fucking game very uh cool art style almost like um it's hard to describe i've definitely seen it before it's it's kind of like um What's the one where you're like the guy in the desert? Oh, uh, Journey. It's kind of like Journey. Okay. A little bit more like clayish. Um, and it's a really quiet, serene game. You play as this boy and you wake up on the beach and you're just like walking. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like going into things and you have uh, like a, you can sprint, you can jump and you can like kind of call out like an Ico. Okay. Where you're just like, ah, like he's not speaking any words. So sometimes, like, I guess that button is triangle, and he'll, like, either call out, depending on what the item is, it'll react, or he'll, like, sing or hum. Oh. Certain things will happen in the world. Huh. Um, so, like, uh, it, it's really cool. It's a, it's a puzzle platformer, and you're just kind of going around unlocking these, like, little puzzles on solving this, like, mystery of, like, who's this boy? Oh, okay. What is this world? It kind of looks like, um, like ancient, like, uh, Greece. Oh, cool. Like Athens or something like that. Gotcha. Um, a lot of columns and yeah, shit. Yeah, a lot of columns and like pretty like, I don't know, it looks like Mediterranean. It, it's it's really gorgeous Like, and it's just serene. Like when you have your headphones on, you're just like, man, I just want to be here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a little spooky too. It's like because you're like alone huh. and there's this like figure, this guy in a red cloak or a woman in a red cloak and they're just like always in the distance. Like you'll just like like climb up a hill. And they'll be like far away, and you're huh. trying to get to them. Once you like turn the corner, they're gone. Hmm. It's like and that, mystery, and that kind of gives you like clues of like where you can go. Okay, so like a lot of times, like I'll be looking for the next thing to do, and then I'll just look around. And I'll see the guy in the red cloak like miles away, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's right. Well, yeah, go. I'll go down that way. That's cool. And then like you'll turn around, and he'll be like somewhere else, and you're uh, like, okay, follow me. Interesting, but it's really fucking cool. Um, I remember when it came out. I, like the only reason I didn't jump on right away because it intrigued me because it looked a lot like Eco, yeah, one of my, one of my favorite games. Um, oh, sorry, I said Ico. Well, yeah, I say Ico too, oh, but no. more people know it as Eco. Uh, although I played another game called Eco this past week, which I, is spelled ECO. That's Echo the Dolphin. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ECO, okay. and it's that I haven't played enough of to talk about. But I'm curious about Rhyme because it, it reminds me of Eco, the Fumito Oedo game, and 
I wonder if I'll like it. I mean, it, it definitely no. had those same vibes. Um, okay. So I know nothing about this game, and I just started playing last night. I played about two hours, and I played a little bit this morning. I got through like the first like section, uh, which is really cool. And I'm like really into like getting all the like collectibles and stuff like that. The puzzles are really like the challenging, but not like super hard. Right. So it's like it's a relaxing game. Okay. Um, and you can like explore and stuff like nice. that. that you have like this like little fox spirit friend that like mm. kind of he like yaps at you. Like if you're like kind of straying the wrong way, I'm like, oh, come this way. <laughs> and like he'll just be like. <laughs> like it sounds like a, like a squeaky dog. That's cool. Like it's it's really cool, man. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm digging it. Like I, I I'm really into it. I, it was a nice break in like contrast to like Monster Hunter, which I've been like addicted to. Yeah, you need to take a break it, from it. Bro. Yeah, so I've been like I'm like all right, I'm taking breaks now. Fuck Where? that shit. But that's all I've been playing this week. All oh, right, and cool. um, also um, Blossom Tales, of course. Oh no, nice. that's I, my commute. I still have that one, and I've been playing. I buy games mm-hmm. or I download them, and then uh, I just put them on ice and i'm like i'll get to you one day yeah i also fell off of um axiom verge sorry axiom verge fans it's cool but like i get why it was cool like three years ago mm. i don't know if i want to keep playing it like there's, there's also like another metroidvania on the horizon that i want to get to first before i kind of finish that game like it's okay i, I like axiom verge is, it's it's metroid but it has like different weapons and ways to jump around yeah we get it. it's i get it <laughs> i get it it's cool i like no it. disrespect no disrespect it's, um yeah. Yeah, not Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I di- so I played a, a few more games this week. I played the game called Octageddon, uh, made from one of the designers who originally worked on um, Plants vs. Zombies, which came back, I didn't know this, but it came back like 10 years, it came out like 10 years ago or so. Plants vs. Zombies? Yeah, or like 2009, I think it was. It the came out a long game. time ago. Yeah, the Funko Pop, not Funko Pop. The phone game, though. Uh, well, yeah, it was on computer and okay. tablet yeah, and phone. Yeah. Uh, I think I played it mostly on my iPad. iPad, okay. So, uh... Yeah, I, I I loved that game when it came out. I think I also played it on my like my my Mac at the time. It was like one of the like four games that you could play on your Macintosh. <laughs> um, so it's a new game called Octageddon, where you essentially play as a giant rolling octopus that has like tentacles that you can add onto that all can have different things. So like the main tentacle is just like things that just like hit things, like they just swat at them. Yeah. Then there's like other tentacles that shoot projectiles that are like heads of animals. So there's like, a snake head. There's a chicken head that shoots exploding eggs. There's a penguin that sh- like freezes enemies and shoots out like this this other thing. Um, it's a really really silly game. Uh, but the the premise of the game is you're essentially like browsing YouTube, and uh, you find videos of things that really offend you. So you 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 basically like the social justice warrior. <laughs> if anything, I think you're the hero. Uh, you find shit on on YouTube where like the first That's one. Amazing. Is a cooking show and the guy like just chopping up a squid leg and the guys and the squid is like no and then he decides to basically rampage through New York and destroy the Statue of Liberty. The second case is a uh, <clears throat> excuse me a video of a play where someone's playing as a as an octopus and they're like you know making fun of octo- octopuses. I don't yeah, know how do you say I that. I think it's octopuses. Um, and so he gets mad and he decides to destroy Sydney the Sydney Opera House. I think that's where the play was taking yeah. was taking place. Um, and it's really fun. So the premise of the game is, for those who don't know, it it's, looks silly. Yeah, it's real silly. It's a side-scroller. You move from left to right. Um, and you basically move... Uh, once, you're in, once you're out of the water and you're on land, you're, like, you're rolling through uh, the cities. And these things are flying at you. So it's like, the, it's like kind of the reverse of a typical tower defense game where you instead of like being on the defensive you're on the you're on the offensive but there are still things flying at you that you have to sort of combat and like defend defend against it's kind of like a bu- bullet hell kind of game yeah yeah but like you don't necessarily like trigger everything you like everything just sort of shoots on its own oh, okay so um so you're just maneuvering to get it 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're like rolling back and forth to aim at the right things, and then once you clear the screen, you move you move on and you destroy these buildings. Um, I did a video for it on Kotaku, like I did for a couple of these games that I played this week. Uh, I would recommend checking it out. It's on the site. It's on YouTube, on Facebook. If you if that sounds cool to you and you have a PC or Mac, uh, definitely check it out. Especially if you liked Plants vs Zombies. I liked what I played so far. I got to play a little bit more of it after I made the video, and like I think I might continue playing it just to see how how deep it can get because it does get real challenging at some points, but. It never felt like completely overwhelming. Like if I failed, I was always like, "Oh, okay, I know what I should have done." Yeah. And what the cool thing is is when you fail, there's like a sort of like a um, roguelike element to it where you collect shells along the way that you can't spend mm-hmm. until you die. And then when you die, you can upgrade your octopus like from the starting level. So that can mean like more hearts, more like mm-hmm. fire, like heavier firepower. So like it encourages you to like try again from the beginning. And if you spend it, if you have enough shells, you can actually even skip portions of the game, which is pretty oh, cool. So you don't have to redo. Like yeah, the early segment. levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that, so that's been kind of cool. I recommend looks, checking it out. He looks his face is really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really like wacky art style. <laughs> uh, I played another game that we actually played at E three, but at the indie at the Indiecade booth. It was by a, a guy named uh, Ben Wander, yeah. who uh, he like was like, "Hey, you guys want to play this game?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. It looks pretty dope." And then uh, within like the first five minutes of playing it, I was like, "This looks like Hotel Dusk," and he was like, "Yes, I love that game." I was like, "Oh, cool. I love that game too." Um, so A Case of Distrust, uh, for those who don't know, is a sort of a click and point adventure game where like Hotel Dusk, for those who played it on the DS, it's a mystery game where you play as a private eye and you're sort of piecing together uh, a case that that's been brought to you. In this case, uh, it's a uh, it's someone who I know, like, like that. <laughs> in this case, <laughs> it's someone who brings a death threat to you to your door. It says like, hey, I got this letter. I want you to get to the bottom of it. And you go around and you basically click on things. You, you take notes. You talk to people you take notes based off of what they say and then you go around piecing things together. So like an example would be like, Oh, uh, I need to get into the speakeasy, but I don't know the password. So you go around town, you ask people like, Oh, who works here? You, you go talk to them. You, you go back to the, you, you, there's like a home base essentially where it's like a, it's a bar that you, that you frequent. But the bartender is sort of like your, I, I like to think of him as the um sort of like the Spidey suit or like the, what's the AI in Iron Man? Uh, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. He's like your he's like your Alfred. So you go back to him and, and he like talks to you back and forth about like trying to figure out these things and like you bounce ideas around with him. And then you, you figure out the thing and you go back and you like the guy asks you, okay, what's the password? You go into your notebook and then you click the thing. So it's a really cool uh and also the art style is so beautiful. Yeah, the art style is sick. Man. It's a really minimal like looking thing. I also did a I did a video on it for Kotaku as well. Shameless plug, go check it out on YouTube, Facebook, or the site itself. Um and it's like a really minimal art style where like you don't necessarily you don't see people's faces you just see like outlines of things and like the transitions are beautiful it looks like a very like graphic novel like it looks like um if you've ever seen the intros to old school like Hitchcock movies like um there's one that he did called he he did the one for Vertigo mm-hmm. he did uh, another movie made by another director called a um anatomy what is it called anatomy of a dead man or something like that I, I like wrote about this, um, but uh, it's really cool. I recommend checking it out if you like that sort of Hotel Dusk vibe. I loved Hotel Dusk when it came out. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but it, it seems like Hotel Dusk, but they cut a lot of that fat out where like they cut out the parts where you're like walking to like the <laughs> yeah. rooms and you have to open the door and all this other shit. So it's really cool. Um, and then last but not least, played some Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, I got a code for it, which I was super excited nice. about. Um and I remember playing the demo. I talked about the demo a while back. I missed it when it first came around. Like I, I was like, oh, it wasn't. I wasn't in the right headspace for that kind of game. And uh, I, I played it. I played it like kind of a lot over the past two days, like since I've had it. And um, 
Man, that game is really good. Are you liking it? Oh man, it's so good. So huh? you, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Go for, I was gonna say, how's the stack up? Uh, like against um, the demo, yeah, or like Minecraft demo, Minecraft. So it, so yeah, I, I like, I kind of like Dragon Quest Builders more, mm. but although it, it scratches a very different itch, I think that like uh, Jason Schreier did a, a review for this game. Um, and I think he sums it up really well where it's like Dragon Quest is like people, builders in particular, they think that, um, people think that like, or you get this assumption that the game is like Minecraft because of the the world looks so similar. It's like that blocky sort building, of thing yeah. and you're building things, <laughs> but you're, it's not necessarily like Minecraft on the one side of the spectrum is about like creativity and like making your own game and That's like, true. and doing your own thing. But I also like have that same issue that he writes about in his um, review where it's like, I love Minecraft, but um, well, he doesn't love Minecraft, but I love Minecraft. And, um, but after a while you sort of like lose the impetus to keep going. Cause you're like, there's nothing really like, happening. there's no goal. There's no goal. You yeah. have to sort of make up your own mm-hmm. goals, make up your own rules and your own societies, which I think are, which I think is fine. But in dragon quest builders, it's less about creativity and it's more about like, it, it's like the, the creation aspect of a Minecraft, like the crafting aspect. But, it's infused with like RPG elements, like fetch quests, like bosses, like dungeons, um, and the cool the cool twist on Dragon Quest Builders is that it's less about like like creating like you can still be creative, like you can still like you know design a town around the the way you want to design it, mm-hmm. but at a certain point it becomes a tower defense game. So then you have mm-hmm. to like plan defenses around your town, and then these things attack in waves, and that has its own like strategic element to it. So it's Dragon Quest Builders is more about being strategic and Minecraft is just being about like, hey man, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, <laughs> do whatever, man. Just make sure you have a fire, dude. Yeah, bro. So I love it. I think it's fantastic. I also like, inc- like am super in love with the art style, the music, the 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 UI, everything about it is so like JRPG, but it's it just feels so good and it feels so good to like, I love games that give me things to do that are like that might to some might seem like monotonous, but for mm-hmm. me it just feels like oh this is good. It's like give me something to do. It's like a it's like a Stardew Valley or something where like I just need to go out to this thing and collect five of these like coils and then bring it back to the base and craft this thing and like yay now my town is that much better. <laughs> um, so I love it and I think that like um, I love it even more because it's on the Switch and like I can play it. Like I went out to dinner last night. I met up with Yang and a friend of ours, and uh, I like played it on the train and I killed the hour that it took me to get That's to awesome. the to the place I was going to. And then like I played it in bed last night till like t- like till like two a.m. <laughs> so something different about it being on the Switch that I that I think brings so much more out of it than, right. than as if I played it on the PS4 or something, which I think is like kind of goes for any kind of game really. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. That's a awesome. Lot of, lot of games. Um, I'm excited about hearing more about dragon quest because it's one of those ones i was like oh i like the demo i didn't get a lot of time with it but it's good man yeah it's one of those games like ah do i want to dive into this right now (sighs) that's true true. (laughs) it's just like it's just my kind like yeah yeah, yeah. my uh my coworker heather shout out to heather she she, one time she said to me about gundam i think it was called one of those gundam games that just came out recently oh the versus versus gundam versus she said oh it's like it's my brand of bullshit (laughs) and that's how i love to see like that's how i love to talk about this thing it's like this is my brand of bullshit so it's like it's it's made for me um that's perfect uh same word so uh all right let's jump right into the news a lot of news a lot this of week. news Holy oh my shit. god um oh my god. first up uh new kingdom hearts 3 trailer did you get a chance to watch this yet yes so i just watched it like so here's the thing i have a very <laughs> internet conflicted, has been on yeah, fire with these. freaking out about <laughs> this 
<laughs> so I, I I liked Kingdom Hearts when I was 16 or 15, whenever yeah, it came out. high school, man. Yeah, I was in high school. I was like, oh my God, like it's Disney and, and, and like, you know, Final Fantasy. This is incredible. And then two came around and I was a little older then. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of off this. And now I feel like I'm coming back around. Because I see, because like, I don't know if I'm there yet. I feel, I, like, I feel the same exact way, like, yeah. that you, up until when you said you're coming back around. So I'm here, like, uh. here's why I'm coming back around is because, like, in the trailer, they show off, and I don't, I don't necessarily love Monsters Inc., but Monsters Inc. is another world that they reveal in this trailer. Um, but seeing, like, Monsters Inc., in particular, seeing Toy Story, seeing uh, they had Tangled in there, which I love Tangled. I think Tangled is a pretty good. freaking good movie. It's a good movie. Seeing that in there and like how beautiful it looks and like the movement and the way the game is being weird, like this game looks weird and I like that. It's yeah. going there. Uh, there's a part where like, and I think that, that those certain Disney franchises like Toy, like Toy Story, Monsters Inc. and Tangled are weird in their own ways and they're diving into each world the same way that Mario Odyssey does and they're just like really like fleshing it all out, which I, which I like. Yeah. On top of that, there's a new Utada Hikaru song. There is. And I was like, damn, I kind of feel like I'm 16 <laughs> again. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Like, yeah. I think that, that I still have an attachment to these games sure. because of like the, the, the song and like the two songs that are like the major hits from those games. But yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I'm not as whimsical as I was. I'm a little yeah. more uh, jaded. Yeah, jaded and yeah. gruff. <laughs> you're, you're weathered. <laughs> you're weathered. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I I feel the same way. Like when I, I remember the first time I um, booted up Kingdom Hearts, I, I remember like jaw dropped the entire opening cinematic being like, oh my God. I remember not knowing about it until like you and like Suhel told me about it. And I was oh like, what, is, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts? And then I was like, I played it. I borrowed it from like Ray and I played it all and fucking loved it, fell in love with it. And then yeah. I played two right after that. And mm. I was like, holy shit. But don't get me wrong. I'm getting this shit. Like I'm, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I'll be as. I'm not excited. Right. Is what I'm just. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I got not you. like hyped about it. Okay. But the internet, Twitter has been crazy with the the pictures of like Goofy, Donald. <laughs> I mean, and, and Goofy uh, looks hideous. Sora, Sora. They're like <laughs> they're so ugly. <laughs> yeah, they're so ugly. Uh, which I love. I think I think it's great. Oh my god. Um. All right. Cool. We already talked about the Doctor yes, shit. Fuck, fuck him. Uh, we don't have to talk about that again. Fuck you. In other good news, uh, G- uh, Gaguri, who we talked about a couple weeks back, um, turns out she may be joining the sh- uh, Shanghai Dragons in the Overwatch mm-hmm. League. Uh, I don't know if it's officially been confirmed yet, but ESPN is reporting that, uh, according to their sources, that she is uh, set to join the Shanghai Dragons, becoming Overwatch's, Overwatch League's first female player. Uh, also, uh, she's joining the team with two other... Uh, with two other players, I'm trying to find them here. It's a lot of a lot of information here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she, oh, so she's part one of three South Korean players that are going to be joining. Uh, so joining her will also be Element Mystic Tank Captain Lee Fearless Yusuk and MVP Space Flex Cheon Ado Kihyun. Yeah, uh, so. That's they're gonna be a pretty stacked team from just from reading that. Yeah, like, oh shit, they're gonna be shit. pretty stacked. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I do know that like uh, Gaguri in, in particular, she yeah. is the main reason that I started maining Zarya. Nasty, she nasty, nasty. She's uh, so I remember when a, beast, a while back she was accused of, of cheating and she right. had to go on a live stream and, and prove like, that she wasn't. 
Fuck, it's like <laughs> they had cameras on her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you get logged out of your Instagram, they make you fucking send a selfie. <laughs> I heard like, about that. That's ridiculous. Like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Um. So yeah, she's the main reason I started playing Zarya because I was like, wow, Zarya can be real effective in terms of like shielding other players, and her accuracy was ridiculous, man. I'm no, I'm nowhere near as good, but yeah. I can still hold it down as Zarya. Um. But and they, yeah, yeah, like she followed your style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like yeah. Hey. So I'm, I'm happy to then, happy to see yeah where she mothered the style. So I'm happy to see that she's getting picked up by a team, and I can't wait to see like you know some highlights from some play. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, also, get your shit together, Overwatch. <laughs> Weird for real. Like, come on, word. one, just one. Yeah, where there's got to be more. Yeah, there's definitely more. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, in another bummer of a story, uh, Subnautica dev fired over hateful statements. Um, I'm Jesus. taking this from Kotaku. Um. So Subnautica's sound designer Simon Shilinski has been fired over outcry over insensitive statements made on his Twitter account. Um. So essentially, what happened was he tweeted out. So he he was the sound designer behind a really popular game that's that's on Steam right now called Subnautica. We did a video about it too. Um. It's it's a really cool looking game. It's like a survival game that tasks you with sort of exploring the depths of like this water planet and and getting off of that planet and um it's like you crash yeah you like crash on a planet and it's really cool it's been out for a while like on on, in early access and it officially came out like i think a couple weeks ago and what sucks is that uh people sort of dug through this person's twitter account and Mm. that he had some really um problematic tweets sort of like he uh, he had a poll once that said um uh, he was asking people if it would be better for the team essentially to work on the core game or play as a woman. And of course, like the the work on the core game won in the poll. Um, and uh, he, you know, he he just tweeted a bunch of like really shitty things out. And it's weird because his, I remember his Twitter handle having like an avatar of a woman who wasn't him. So I, I don't know what kind of like weird catfish thing he was sort of trying to pull. Yeah. but. And then he also has been like he he's also noted for sort of using that soup that shitty meme of like people saying like they identify as a as an attack helicopter, basically making fun of people who identify as like trans right. or non-binary. Um, just like really shitty, insensitive jokes that like again they're not funny. Like we we get what you're what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say, but edge it's just Lord. like out of taste. Yeah, you're just being an edge, like a freaking shitty edge <laughs> Uh, it's not funny. It's so not. they let his ass go. And, that's just um, very corny and good for yeah. you, stupid. Yeah, word. That, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you mad dumb. Word, that's the you're bottom dumb. line. You fucked up your money. Word. What a dumb And your, dumb. your game's a hit. And now you fucked up. And now you fucked up. Now you off that train. Yeah, now they're just going to give you whatever they owe you. Yeah. And that's all you want to get. Send you your W-2 or whatever. <laughs> and we don't want anything to do with you anymore. Fuck you. They're not even going to give it to them. They're just going to mail it. <laughs> So like a off P- the books. Yeah, like yeah, P.O. Box. The table. You gotta pick it up from the fucking... <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna see him this weekend? Give it to your friend yeah. who's gonna see him. Yeah, word. Um, but yeah, the the, uh, the the director apparently um, reached out to Kotaku saying over the weekend, we discovered that one of our team members had made many hateful statements um, online that are against our company values. After discussing the matter with him, we decided to stop working with him immediately. Good. So... Uh, Fellow, uh, just warning to everybody out there: Don't be a dick. First off, and if you're gonna be a dick, maybe don't put it out on Twitter. Yeah, if if you're trying to be like, I don't know, I don't know if witty's the word. Yeah, like, just think it through. Get word before you hit that. It's not put, that funny. Hit them drafts. Yeah, you weird. know, like just work, let, workshop it. Yeah, a little workshop bit. it. Like, what do you what do you think about this? Ask your, you know, ask your people around you. Word. You should have people around you that would be like, Mwah, or. 
Yeah, that sounds good. That's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, you know what? You're kind of a transphobic asshole. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, this one I picked was fun. I typically don't like to talk about rumors, but this one I had to talk about because you know I love Ridge Ooh, Racer. Oh, we got some gossip, girl. <laughs> T-Report. <laughs> uh, so there's a rumor from NintendoLife.com. A Ridge Racer 8 could be exclusively drifting onto the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, I like how you did that. Yeah. So um, that, was, that, was that, was that was all them. So, uh, yeah, according to a LinkedIn post, uh, someone apparently... Um, uh, Sean Pittman from Singa- uh, Bandai Namco Singapore Studios uh, apparently wrote on his profile that he was working on a brand new Ridge Racer IP and it sounds like it I don't know how they came to the conclusion that it could be coming to oh it says it right here <laughs> um, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch uh, which would be amazing this is what I ever this is all I ever wanted I know we, talk, we talked about this like recently I, we were just talking about it. I feel like we are on a a role yeah. when it comes to predicting shit or putting it out there into the universe, right? We're on some like fucking uh, call me now shit. For real. Optional. Word. What was her name? Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Word. Fucking the optional Miss Cleo's for real. We might have to do now. that. Yeah, we might have to hire an impersonator <laughs> and come in and do that shit. We're going to get so much hate mail. Oh that's, my God. that's very problematic. That's real problematic. Miss Cleo could not be on TV today. <sighs> no, Can no you way. imagine? Jesus Christ. What's wrong? What she was wrong? from like Detroit. Oh, she wasn't even Jamaican. That is terrible. Oh, um, but funny. Ridge Racer, we talked about it a long time ago. Where I was like, man, where, what happened to Ridge Racer? Yep. Like, I love Ridge Racer and it's it's kind of gone away. Last I heard of it, it was like, there was like a mobile game and I was like, eh, who cares about Don't a mobile know game? I want PSP Ridge Racer. Ooh. I want, yo, I was at, we went to dinner last night. We went to uh, Sudo Tonton. Have you been oh, there? I love that place. It's great. Fucking great udon. If you live in New York City, go to Sudo Tonton. It's best udon great. in the city. <sighs> so good. Fucking amazing. So we were there, and they were playing some like some sort of like DDR techno, like piano heavy shit. Yeah. And I was like, "This sounds like some Ridge Racer <laughs> shit." I was like, "I want to just like drift through Osaka, like the highway, and oh just like that, that's my favorite thing is seeing a bunch of like a metropolis, and then drifting through a tunnel, and then you get out, and then it's like a beach. Yeah, like, that's Ridge yeah, Racer. Yeah, right, it's beautiful. You're like you're on that like that. It's like a tunnel, but yeah. you're outside. Right, like, right. What? Yeah, what? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's so good. It's so so good. yeah, it's a great game. I hope that's not just a rumor. I know. I hope it's true, hope but uh, time will tell. Um, and our last story for the week, uh, I put this in here because this shit was too funny. Uh, commentator almost breaks guy's first Smash tournament trophy. I had to throw this in here. I, I'm I'm wondering if it'll actually like if it plays if it plays good on on radio, but um. So over the, I think it was over the week, over the past week, um, Brian Cosmos Kalu won his first ever trophy for Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. You watching it right now? <laughs> and then That's almost so lost it immediately. So Kalu, I'm taking this from uh, Compete, by the way. A shout out to Eric, who wrote this. Uh, Kal- Kalu and his doubles partner, Ray Komorikiri Furukawa, run, won the two-on-two bracket last night. And in a post-game interview, a commentator, Richard uh, Kitaro King Jr., almost gave new meaning to the term Smash Trophy. Oh so let me just play this. I'm going to play this clip. It's I a glass-ass trophy. It's a glass-ass trophy. <laughs> oh, his first Smash Trophy. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to put it back in the I box. will expose you. All right? You know I can expose you. The other commentator is hilarious. <laughs> Your first smash oh, trophy. <laughs> there you go, bro. Y'all even put this back on it. What? Here you go, man. This trophy, what? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god, so right. that shit is that shit is so scary. Also, uh, those commentators look sound hilarious. So um, I need to watch out. more Smash and like just more yeah. In general. I mean, 
yeah, the fighting game community, like commentators, like they, I think they have the best commentators because, yeah. like we we talked about, re, like several times, like the fighting games are more accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get people from all to different walks of life. So yeah, you get people that sound like us, right? You get people that sound like you know strict like. But NBA, up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Up, you know, you get a lot of different, like, you know, variety of yeah. of, of people. So, yeah, you get like a, cool characters. Word. It's you know, not like in fucking, you know, CSGO or some shit. Like it's that. all so, like yeah, seven yeah. white teams. Right, right. Yeah, white dudes. What's sure. uh, what's cool about um, the I mean, just like the whole fighting game scene in general, there's that kid, Punk, I think his name is. Yeah, PG Punk. He had a, he had a game recently where like, what I love so much about this too is like, this is nothing new to like our communities, right? Like right. the black and brown communities, like we've, there's these sort of like competitive like the the way that people like when they when they pop off quote mm-hmm. unquote there's something so great about seeing that in a in a gaming setting and sometimes it, you know it comes with its problems like there oh are yeah people i mean of course take it over who do it overboard <laughs> and shit and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. fucking sexual harassers that need to be like you know t- taking out the paint completely but what's cool about seeing this sort of shit is that like this is how we interact right, right. and like what's so cool it, like there was a clip that just um came out recently where I think Punk had beat this other kid and he was like, he told him like straight up in his face, like, know your place in the world. <laughs> and the whole crowd, like, oh, but the other kid was like, all right, all right, cool. He's like, remember this, remember this. because I'm, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. So it was like this really cool, like competitive, yeah. like it's it's really nasty and it seems nasty on the surface, but it's all like no, it's, it's just competitive. It's energy. all in the spirit of the, the game because right. uh, Punk is known for that. He yeah. gets in your head with all the trash talk. He's from, he's from the Bronx. It's like New York Makes kid, sense. like he Makes just, so much sense. He just talks shit. But um, in the last major tournament, he lost to this Dominican kid, like first Dominican, like to like straight out of DR. Nice. Um, and like he was talking trash to him the whole time. And the kid me not, he like he won, and he like popped <laughs> off, you know. And like it, like all his people came on the stage, yeah, like these yeah. mad Dominicans uh, come shit. on the stage. It was so funny. Like Sheesh. you just see like like punk, like yeah, you got that. You got <laughs> they that. put you that got shit on there. Yeah, they put the fucking cumbia on shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um yeah so i definitely need to watch more yeah. uh esports shit like that yeah, you definitely should everybody really should good. it's good um all right cool before we jump into the second half of the show we're gonna take one quick break yeah. and we'll be right back before we jump into the second half of the show i just wanted to thank our sponsors you guys the listeners our show is 100 percent listener supported thanks to our very own what? patreon so uh donating to the patreon means we can deliver the show to you guys every week and if you dig the show and want to help, you know, just give us whatever you can. Dollar. Go to patreon.com slash the optional. And uh, yeah, it's like our glorified tip jar, like we always have to say. Just if you like the show and want to support it's it. It's a great way to put it, man. I mean, yeah. this is a passion project of ours, and I'm, I'm glad you guys are listening. And, you know, we love you. Word. Give us money. Yeah. You help us get an extra quarter, too. Yeah. All right, jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com and we'll read them on the show. You can also just hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at the Optional NYC, or if you're in the Discord, you know what to do. Uh, so actually, I have a question. Yes. Because me and Manny were texting earlier um, and we were talking about Home Alone for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I was thinking about like what classic movies, like Home Alone, for example, would be just ruined by modern technology. <laughs> so like the talk boy... At the time, was this really cool thing? It was a tape recorder, but like for kids. Mm-hmm. But now, like iPhones, it was a tape recorder that can distort your voice and stuff. So right, yeah, iPhones. That shit would have been crazy, right? But I don't think he would be able to do the. It's me, Kevin McCallister. Hell, you could make like a drum pad and like <laughs> soundboard. But also, they would have got his scamming ass. 
out the paint. That's true. With that credit card. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. They would be like, nah, man. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, you got it. Um, Any horror movie. Cell phones. Cell phones, man. That text message. Because, like, what is the killer? Like, the phone always, like, even if they had, like, like Scream, they had cell phones. Yeah. But they were like, it would, it would ring if they're in the closet or some shit. You put that shit on silent, man. Word. You ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and you can just text, like, yo, I'm being murdered, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's true like for real like get that sos out there paul be like yo i'm on that three uh that, you know that bus right away you know? at everyone on discord bro i'm on that b38 i'm out get on the bus get to my yo, crib drop a hey. pin dude drop a pin yeah you can drop a pin for yeah it's yo done. like cops want to talk to you yo iphone ruins every movie it, it really would um i mean you can still get murked in like a jason movie or something like that yeah but he don't care about iphone no freddy's always safe but with an iPhone, you could probably find your way ass out with Google Maps. That's true. Like, where's Crystal Lake? Oh, man. Take a left. <laughs> I used to go to camp right there. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty good. A lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, Pito writes in, have you ever dated someone that didn't understand or didn't like your video game hobbies? I dated someone that hated the fact that I enjoyed going to cons, reading comics, watching anime, and playing video games. Needless, this sounds like a horrible human being. I know. Needless to say, I'm just kidding. Uh, I dropped her quicker than Marvel drops trailers. Nice. Um, this is an interesting question. I, I have dated a couple people in the past who haven't who haven't been like gamers or like that particularly interested in comics or anime, um, but they were intrigued because mm. I was so passionate about it. I think Same. that's I think that's like kind of the um, that's kind of the thing um, I try to. I I'm, I tend to be attracted to like you don't necessarily have to be a part of like my life. I sometimes I actually encourage if you you have your own other hobbies, um like anim like Yang for example loves anime way more than I do, mm-hmm. and I, I love that she can like recommend me new anime shows, which shit. she does all the time. Right. Um, it's like a yeah. I always I, I ne- I've never had someone that uh I never dated someone that uh was as into the same things that I was, mm-hmm. but that I like that I prefer that right only because. I don't know if I can talk about the same shits all the time. Right. And it's like, do you want to date yourself? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, a lot of, like, different stuff that they were into, like, I got into. Like, fucking, Yeah. You know, like, fucking, yeah, I enjoy some Gossip Girl every once in a while. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> so why not? Um, yeah, but I've never dated anyone who, uh, nah. who didn't like it. I think they've always, like, respected it. I don't think I could ever. Yeah, that's... Well, actually, I, thinking about it now, I did date someone um, a long time ago. Who... You don't have to write that down for me, Ben. What's up? You're going to have to write that down so we don't air somebody out. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, she, uh, she didn't, um, she wasn't like a huge gamer. And I remember trying to teach her how to play like, this might have been also my mistake. I was also young. Um, sort of trying to teach her how to play Halo or something. Mm. And she didn't have like the dexterity of like the, uh, control, the, the control, like moving and then like using the right stick for your head uh, for like the camera. Mm. And you know, that was cool. I was like being patient and everything. I was like, it's okay. We can start somewhere else. We can play another game. But I, th- I remember them distinctly being like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. And like not having like the willingness yeah. to sort of push through or the try something different. Yeah. And it, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of that's lame. Um, because it's something that I'm like really passionate about. And it would be hard to date someone who doesn't at least respect the things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And now it's even, it's even like doubly so because like I work in that shit now. So it's hard to like not bring it home sometimes or, you know, talk about it you know, things that I'm working on that are like directly related to that kind of stuff. So I always feel yeah. weird though. Cause like a lot of times, like uh, a lot of my, like my friends are not really into video games mm-hmm. or, 
uh, the people I date not into video games, so I don't like to bring it up all the time because it's like it's, it just sounds weird. Yeah, when you're like talking about and no one understands what the fuck you're talking about. Like, yo, you play Monster Hunter, <laughs> and then they're talking about something way different, like the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, it's like, no, nah, I never did. talking I to some know. normies right now. They're like, oh, you play Call of Duty? You're like, yes. Oh god, that's cl- close enough. That's yeah, fine. we. I had a I had an old coworker who was like, he knew that I was into video games, and he would come up to me and be like, yo. I heard that new FIFA was good. Or he would like bring up the games that were like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about getting in that uh, new Call of Duty. I'm like, <laughs> All right, man, go for it. I'm like, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, <laughs> so Josh writes in, uh, I always tended to be that guy who skips around and lingers in the early game, doing my best to avoid any bosses that gave me trouble. Uh, however, I recently went, uh, went after the Rathian and Rathalos in Monster Hunter World. I surprised myself when I actually succeeded. Um, his question is, did you ever have that one boss who you always struggled with and did you ever beat them? His second follow-up question is, and did you ever replicate the feat? Yes. Um, one game in particular that I like, I hold it in such high esteem, well, the series in general, uh, the Dark Souls. Mm. That series is nothing but bosses. And uh, you can't proceed... Unless you beat the bosses, mm, you know, you yeah. can jump around, you can do as much as, you know, you can do them out of order. Some, some of them. Sure. But you got to face them. Sometime. You have to face them at some point. And if you want to beat those games, you got to go through it. And it's one of those things that sometimes you have to put that game down. You just have to put it down because it's like, you'll just be bumping up against the wall, you know, over and over. It's just like, I can't get past this, but I, I, you really feel like you can't do it. Like yeah. you're not good enough. And then you just take a break and you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, I did it. Uh, Bloodborne, like, um, that was actually the first, um, like, Souls game that I beat, like, straight through. And there's this one boss where you have to fight these three dudes at once. It's like these three dudes that just, and I couldn't, I didn't know which one to kill first. And, like, mm. it was just, it was really bad. And, I, like, I remember being so, like, frustrated and, like, I really hate this game. I don't think uh. it's a good game. I was like, this is broken. <laughs> And it like it really wasn't like it really wasn't broken. I just wasn't ready for it yet. But yeah. yes, I have done that. Yeah, I, I um, I definitely have felt that, especially recently with like things like Celeste, where I'm like, mm. damn, I can't do this. Like, what's wrong with me? And then you do it, and you're like, oh, I, I I had it in me all along. Yeah. Um, there definitely have been games in the past that I've struggled with for sure. Like, um, things like Shinobi on PS2, <sighs> which even just like opening levels are just brutal and it's that classic japanese game design where you you die and you start all the way the fuck over in the beginning um so beating a level in shinobi was like yes like fucking powerful like it made you feel so accomplished uh things like ninja gaiden like i could not i'm really like so i think as i get older i i started to appreciate those types of games more like the blood like the what the the demon souls or Mm -hmm. the bloodborns and stuff like that uh, not that I've played those, but I mean, I've played other games like them, and I appreciate the fact that they sort of challenge you to break past that threshold and like just shoulder through that just shit. Go for it, yeah. And try again, try again, try again. Because, uh, not to get too deep, but that's how shit can but, be sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah. and Monster Hunter is a great example of that because you, oh, yeah. you will, that's what the game is all about. And I was, I was actually explaining that to the guys the other day. I was like, Yo, don't get so down on yourself about mm-hmm. the fucking the loss. That's what the game is about. They want you to just come back mm-hmm. and be more prepared, like you were saying earlier. Like, right. what did I do wrong? And then, you know, you can make the right adjustments and fucking 
get it done, kill that rat. Yeah, and, and you'll have like Ray, for example, in my case, be like, don't do what I did. And like, he, when he goes into the wall, put your shield down. Yeah, I'm like, right. oh, okay, cool. Okay, Thanks, cool. Ray. Like, yeah. so I learned from his mistakes. Hold, brother. Hold. <laughs> um, and yes, I have, I have replicated the feat uh, a couple times afterwards. And it, you know, it's. It's funny because the second time around, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Like, you know what to avoid. Yeah, because you know what to do and you you have that confidence and you're like, I beat it already. Uh-huh. So I was like, I definitely could do it again. Word. Um, it, he can bleed. <laughs> word. Uh, Suhel writes in. Uh, oh, shout out to Suji. Word. Why aren't more app, in- why isn't there more app integration in games? Um, I remember when Black Ops 3 came out, they had an app. I could customize my loadouts and all that before I played. You could use it as an extra map, which I thought was amazing. I wish a lot of games allowed that. I would feel like I'm playing without being home yet. Um, that's a good question. I remember like back in like, what was it, like 2012 or so, everyone had like a companion app. Like Battlefield 1 had a pretty decent um, Much more, yeah, app. It was, not, it was not too bad. Um, no. Destiny had a pretty good app where you can like change your uh, loadouts and that's customer, cool. which, which was great because you could do in-game right and you could just like literally like switch your characters because you would have three characters uh, if monster hunter had that dude <sighs> that would be amazing for monster freaking hunter. kidding me like if monster hunter had like a uh, even just the upgrade tree for the weapons that i could refer to as i'm on the field yeah instead of like i mean the wish list thing is cool it's cool but sometimes you're like oh i, I didn't want to you know, mark that because you only have a certain amount of slots but right right check and you them. do what i do I'm, I'm taking notes on my computer when i could just have an app that is integrated with it that would be amazing dice. um yo dice, dice. get it monster together hunter. Monster hunter. give us a monster <laughs> hunter app. um yeah i, I do wish that uh, um I, I wish there were more there was more app integration especially because like i mean you, i feel like nowadays i don't know how again i'm speaking out of my freaking but here but i don't know how hard it is to like do that stuff but i i really wish that more games did that i, yeah. w- I wish there was more of like a incentive to do that that is a really cool observation i haven't seen that in a while where yeah you just give me like a chrome extension or something <laughs> um his second question is what games from past consoles do you wish were remade so he's talking about like from the ground remakes like the shadow of the Colossus is a testament uh, i would love to see a beautiful joe with the dragon ball fighters graphics treatment um, the Sonic series on the Dreamcast redone with these new consoles. Consoles. Yeah. Mm. That's a interesting one. We 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 definitely talked about this for a, a while. Um, yeah, I, I I would love to see. Um, I mean, we've seen Wirehead. <laughs> oh God, no, not that. Anything but that. We've seen uh, Last Guardian and Shadow of the Colossus. I would love to see an uh, Eco remake. I think Eco is my personal favorite game. I loved. Um, I just love that game top to bottom. Yeah, it, it's got its problems, but it, like, it did something for me. It it does something for me. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, we said it before. I would love to see Streets of Rage in the vein of a sonic mania it doesn't necessarily have to have all i mean sonic mania i think is super underrated graphically it's beautiful it's beautiful like there's some really cool animations and like 3d effects happening in that game that like i would love to see like you brought it up i would love to see it in done to the streets of rage like give it to people who love that sort of stuff and do some weird 3d shit to it and make it look like it was like next gen for that time right right they do it now like with these like new these new games that come out who are like 8-bit quote-unquote and like they have like these amazing backgrounds and yeah. stuff like that, so like it can definitely be done. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of like a really cool, cool game that. 
Give me Battlefield 3. Give me Bouncer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to Bouncer, yeah. Shout out to that. That was the first game everybody had on their PS2. Word. I would love a new uh, good NBA uh, Street. Ooh. We talked about it before, but I would love like a... You wouldn't want NBA Ballers? Ballers. Oh, my God. NBA Ballers wasn't a bad game. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Hell, I love those video interviews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought like you know you're bored with the game. When you look just at in the, the menus. options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching all of the the, the bonus content. Yeah, content. content. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into feeling is speaking of bonus content. Uh, feeling is where we take one oh, thing sure, that we definitely. absolutely love from the past week that we think is worth sharing. I can jump off. Yeah, uh, start off it. with mine. So, um, as some of you may know, I am a huge Mondo Grosso fan. Mondo Grosso is uh, the other project for um, a really incredible artist named Shinichi Osawa, uh, who I first discovered playing the Lumines games on yes. PSP when he had some bangers on there, like some really, really incredible uh, music. If you don't know Mondo Grasso, I highly recommend checking them out, uh, checking him out. And then also his other pro- his other name, like his, his own name, Shinichi Osawa. He's on Spotify, everything. Check out his music. It's so, so good. It's that sort of like, it's kind of that, like what I was talking about earlier, but like not so like, you know, techno-ish. It, it, I mean, it definitely is, has that like electronic techno like dance, vibe, like dance, dance music, vibe. Yeah. But it's like really like, I don't know, serene and like yeah, it can be kind of funky yeah, sometimes. Funny. But so he he came out with a new he came out with a new album I think like a year or two ago, um, and it was it was incredible. And he just came out with a new single, which is like pretty pretty freaking good. I've I've had it on repeat for a while now, and uh, yeah, I recommend checking it out. Also, just his whole catalog, like it's so good. If you need something to like study to, or you need something to drive to late at night, like that's the, that's the thing. That's one of those. Uh, you talk about the Luminous song, and I always think about that song. That's one of mm. those. That those first three tracks on that that first game like is really nostalgic for me. Yeah, like, dude. Oh man, so so good. Um, was that what was the the um, name of the? the oh, that's song? that's a great question. Yeah, so yeah. it's all in Japanese. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but if oh. you if you I don't, it's a lot of kanji in there. I can't <laughs> okay, gotcha. So if you just go to like, I mean, I use Spotify for example. So okay. if you go to um Spotify, you type in Mondo Grasso, it'll be under the latest release. There is a like there are two English words in the whole title. Gotcha. One of them is vocal and the other one is bish. B I S H. So bish. Watch out, bish. Click on that one. It's really good. Uh I highly recommend checking it out. Nice. Okay. Um my my feeling it this week is another Netflix thing. Nice. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um and it's uh it's called Dirty Money. It's a show which uh it's broken up into six episodes and these little mini documentaries mm-hmm. about um corruption and uh, kind of uh, crime that's happened in recent years or back in the the past that you know you may have heard about but you don't know like details on mm. so like the first episode is about uh Volkswagen uh, a couple of years ago they had in trouble and they got fined and sued um for the faking gas emissions mm. and i remember hearing about that and like it was a big thing cuz like Hillary Clinton was like that she re- kind of ran on that. Like, mm. she was like, we're going after them motherfuckers. And she did. And uh, th- they go in, they take a deep dive into that and th- into the company. And oh, like, shit. so they do a little bit of history. Like, how did Volkswagen start? And it's like, I didn't know Volkswagen. Like, Hitler was like, oh, Yo, yeah. Volkswagen. Yeah. We out here. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Them, BMW, all the motherfuckers. Yeah, all them dudes. Like, uh, all them German um, uh, motor vehicle companies. All the motherfuckers. <laughs> all the motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, but it's really interesting. Um, and they, they each episode is a different episode. Uh, they go into you remember that guy Martin Shraley? 
Shkreli. Oh, Shkreli, yeah. Yeah, he like um, hiked up the prices for uh, pharmaceutical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, medical. So around the time he got into all that controversy, there was a company that did the same thing, but they were way worse than him. And nobody really, if you weren't in like the stock market or anything like that, you wouldn't have like heard about it. Right. Um, but they go into the, like what they were doing. Oh my God. Real it was grimy just like shit. really grimy people that just got away with just like basically having gift of gab. Like Sheesh. they didn't even really like, they made this company on basically buying other companies. So they would just buy up all the little pharmaceutical companies. Like it's really interesting shit. Damn. It's like, I never knew I cared about any of this stuff. Right. And right. so someone explains it in a way that you can understand. And you're yeah. like, yo, this is fucking perfect. It's an hour long each episode. Sorry. Oh, it's a series. It's a series. Um, hour long each episode. And, uh, it's called dirty money. Oh, the last one I watched, which is my favorite one by far. <laughs> and it goes into the corruption in the maple syrup, uh, what business say we're in quebec canada and it is fantastic because there's wow. a mafia there's a maple syrup mafia they're mad apologetic though like oh sorry <laughs> no sorry. they're fucking they're goons they're, man they're goons? there was a maple syrup heist that went down like a couple years back what yes yo where's the fucking movie about this exactly this is this is it this is it this is it it's, Shit, it's nice. phenomenal though Dope. like and canadians are really weird especially like people from quebec like they're a little yeah. strange <laughs> they're like, so it's like never really you can't, like they look like i don't know i'm not gonna say goofy but like yeah <laughs> they're, they're just goofy. like they're goofy yeah. um so like hearing them talk about stuff and stuff i'm like for real for maple syrup Damn. like they like there's a federation like if you don't fall in line bro what you can't you can't sell your maple syrup like there's a black market for maple syrup like for real wow this is not i'm not joking it's like bootleg it's my maple favorite syrup. episode so far it's shit. really good I'm and they, really they have an episode on trump and his his uh family Steaks and, stuff. and shit pretty much I, I haven't watched that one yet but damn it sounds good it's good it's good it's a really good show is it a um, netflix original i think so I oh think so. nice um it popped up the other day and i was like this looks good and then uh we, we started watching it and i was like this is i love it nice i love Check shit that like out. that i love that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right cool so mine is the new mondo grasso signal single shout outs to him yeah um and then also dirty money on netflix nice Feeling it and stop stealing it. <laughs> yeah, you've been on fire lately with these. With these, I, li- I like this. Um, all right, cool. Before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Cappy Can't Lose, C A P I C A N T L O S E on everything. Dope. Hit me up. Uh, I am Pauli Mayo, P O L I M A Y O. That's M S and Mary. Yes. Uh, that's on everything as well. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. Don't forget to tune in to our weekly stream Wednesday nights at eight o'clock yeah. Pacific. What I mean, playing Eastern this Standard Time. I'm down to play whatever. I'm actually, uh, I would love to hear from you guys if you guys want to hear, yeah. watch us play something in particular. Maybe some Fortnite. Yeah, maybe, maybe some, some Battlefield. Battlefield, I'm down with that. Maybe too. some Splatoon. Splatoon. Mario Kart. Oh. Whatever, man. Let us know. We'll play it and we'll and we'll just shoot the shit for a bit. Yes. We could also switch between games. We have the technology. Yeah, we can just like pop in. Where? Pop out. We'll figure it out. Great. Um, so yeah, if you want to, if you have any ideas, feel free to send them our way on Twitter. Uh, we're at the optional NYC on Facebook at optional NYC. If you have any questions or comments as well, you can email them to us if you want to do it the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Uh, questions at the optional.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you like the show and want to just throw us a couple dollars or a dollar a month, please do so. At Give us some money. Patreon.com slash the optional. That's where you can donate. Yeah. Um, it's our tip jar. You know, if you like what we're doing, you want to throw us a quarter for each we episode. appreciate it. Oh, we're man. like that guy in the subway. 
know what I'm saying? We're Word. just here to make you dance. Word. Playing the fucking keytar. You ever seen that guy? No, I haven't. That's seen amazing. That guy. There's a guy who plays the fucking keytar. <laughs> That's pretty good. And it's amazing. What station is he at? Uh, is it Union Square? Square? Nice. I always get, yo, sometimes I'll pass by, this is a tangent. Sometimes I'll pass <laughs> by, right here, yeah, the, the fucking, the dudes playing like the pan flutes and like, uh, in, yeah. in, like ponchos and stuff. And I'll just stop for a second and be like, damn. It's beautiful, yo. Yeah. They usually are out there pretty early, though. Yeah. Morning, yeah. So I'll, I'll be going on my way to work like, damn, yo. Like a constant reminder of like my fucking heritage. I feel like you're like, you're in the mountains somewhere. Like, yeah. It's a nice chill. And I see like my great, 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 great grandfather, <laughs> Dr. Wapa Jr. looking at me. Like, it's very like, um, pure moods ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and right. it's totally, and I, I can like see the me on a llama. Like fading out. Yeah. <laughs> and then some guys like, move, asshole. Uh, yeah, right back to work. Uh, and our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, again, we're on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional yeah. MC. So uh, until next time, everyone. Peace. peace. Hair grease and love and all that. Good.